Welcome back into Super Bracket Bros. My name is Jay, your host and your personal bracketologist. And as always, I am joined by my co-host and master of dwarves and gnomes. How are you doing today, Eli? Pretty happy. I just found out I got promoted. (laughs) (laughs) This is Super Bracket Bros, the podcast where we've taken 32 fictional characters, pit them against each other in a series of one-on-one matchups in a grand tournament to see just who is the best of the best. And today, we have one of those matchups here for you. We are in the finals of the northern bracket yeah the epic eight we are in the epic eight we're halfway through last week we discussed ang from the last airbender versus bakugo from my hero academia and ang pulled out the win there and this week we have another character from the last airbender we have toph Beifong as the five seed of the north going up against aquaman the two seed of the north another battle of opposites i i imagine toph i mean Aquaman is probably how she sees herself. Oh, one hundred percent. Specifically, Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> obviously how she sees herself, and would want someone like him to play her in a movie. Exactly. Yeah. If Jason Momoa doesn't play Toph in the live action version of The Last Airbender, <laughs> then what are we even here for? I mean, if it's M Night Shyamalan, that might as well happen. That might as well happen. <laughs> you know what they should do if. They do the the live action remake series. They should 100% have Jason Momoa be there for the Ember Island players episode. (laughs) And he can play the fake version of Toph in that episode. That would be the most expensive gag. It'd be so worth it. (laughs) It'd be so worth it. It'd be so Um, good. But no, in terms of opposites too, we have Toph who is an earthbender. She, Mm -hmm. her realm, she is the master of earth versus Aquaman who is the master of the sea. So, um, you know, personalities are pretty similar they're both pretty hot-headed stubborn Mm -hmm. don't take a lot of shit yeah they're definitely very set in their ways they are you know they're both heroes as well you know both want to do the right thing for the most amount of people just in their way yeah yeah (laughs) you know there's no two ways about it yeah they're definitely on the chaotic spectrum Mm -hmm. and these two fighters got here Toph in the first round beat kylo ren and then proceeded to beat poe in the next round and now is up against aquaman aquaman in the previous two rounds in the first round he defeated danny phantom another nickelodeon (laughs) brethren too (laughs) wow (laughs) and then uh, in the next round, beat Mr. Incredible, really, by the length of a trident. <laughs> by the sheer fact there was a pool of water yeah, nearby. Yeah, exactly. By sheer fact that he happened to be a higher seed than Mr. Incredible. The, and whole, got the whole northern bracket has been, lack for a better word, kind of a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> When, when all might went down it was just like all right everybody good luck that's it's all poe's fault <laughs> um but we are back in the north to decide the winner of the north you know regardless of how everything else played out these are there are our two fighters so we're gonna take a little bit of a closer look about each of these characters past matchups and then we're gonna be discussing the fight um but first we have to go over a few things so each of these fighters are going to be exiting their previous battlefield so Toph is going to be leaving the earth kingdom capital boxing say where she had her last fight with poe she doesn't need any equipment refreshes but she gets healed up by our super bracket bros gnomes they take very careful like like a pedicure yeah that's her eyes essentially (laughs) (laughs) put little eyelashes on for exactly (laughs) she she 
take very good care of her feet so that she could see clearly. Wasn't that a thing in the show? She hated when people touched her feet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which, yes. I mean, makes perfect sense. Yeah, but yeah. so is she just, like, throwing our gnomes out of windows? Yeah, she's just <laughs> chucking our gnomes, and, like, then they then they bring her, like, a, a like one of those kiddie pools filled with dust <laughs> and set it in front of her. Like a like, chinchilla. Here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, so she gets all healed up. And then she's also going to be reviewing Aquaman's tape. And remember, we're not gamifying this. No. <laughs> so each of our fighters gets to view uh, gets to view the tape of the opponent's past battles. So how that works is, you know, in 99% of our cases, the fighter gets the video. Toph gets her version of the video. She experiences it as if she were there, feeling the ground, feeling the fight. Listen, if this is the most unrealistic thing in this podcast, then... Then... Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, Toph is going to be viewing the fight between Aquaman and Incredible and Aquaman and Danny Phantom. And let's, all together, let's take a look at that tape right now. Aquaman from the... DC Universe going up against Mr. Incredible at, at the start of it just a straight up boxing match with each punch launching the other one through a building nearby. I see after rampaging through 20 houses, you know, Mr. Incredible is going to be more gas than Aquaman. Aquaman, you know, could charge him and shoulder rush him and, and launch him towards the coastline. Right. I think it's Aquaman 6 out of 10 times. And I think it's because of the location. And welcome back from that quick recap. Now, what has Toph seen here? Kind of a straightforward fighter. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not... Toph isn't the most analytical. We talk about characters being analytical, Mm -hmm. you know, battle savvy and everything. And Toph isn't necessarily that kind of person. Yeah. The Avatar universe in general isn't super, like, analytical or battle plan-y. You know what I mean? Yeah, they kind of just take their fights. So I sort of see Toph and Aang like on the same-ish level. You know, maybe Toph a little bit lower than Aang on the strategy level because she's so bold and hot-headed and straightforward. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, she knows Aquaman's a heavy hitter. You know, that he can take hits and that he can deliver big hits. And also he's very mobile. Mm -hmm, He can jump quick and... Exactly, that he, he is fast and... I think between the two fights, she's going to understand he's a water-based. Not not entirely fully sure what the water does for him, but that he prefers the water. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the chief strategy is keeping this guy away from water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's not. she has no idea where they're going to fight, so I think that she's going to have to keep that in the back of her brain. Um, also, the trident. I guess we can talk about more of this during the fight. Mm-hmm. What do you think the trident is made out of? I mean, it's King Atlan's trident. Yeah, that's probably too refined. That that's almost certainly too okay. refined to be metal. Okay, bended. yeah. So she's probably like, I can't bend that. Not even gonna yeah. try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think she's gonna try and separate the two items at the very least with some rocker, just mm-hmm. any way to keep because obviously. If he's used keeps using those tridents in these fights, she knows that's gonna be like a second arm for him. Right. A second arm. Third. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Jason Momoa with a stick ooh, instead ooh. of an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horror show. <laughs> <laughs> and 
extra appendage is what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. An, an extra tool at his disposal. Yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> okay, so we've got Toph. She's reviewed the tape. She's taken some from it, but not a ton. She hasn't overanalyzed it by any means. Now, on the other side, we have Aquaman. He's going to be reviewing the tape between of Toph's previous battles. So he's going to be exiting the Sicily beachside where after defeating Mr. Incredible, open up the portal, get his trident repaired if it needs any, and then he's going to be chatting with our with our gnomes conversely he's getting all the pedicures and manicures yeah and drinking all the beer he's just very hedonistically just exactly bathing and all of it and like the next portal is going to open up he's going to be like do i have to one or, second yeah <laughs> give me give, give me just a moment here <laughs> after another uh, another round um yeah <laughs> do you think our our super bracket bros gnome, gnomes do you think they like run up to him with their pet goldfish and ask him to like translate what they've always wanted <laughs> i think i think he says that he's gonna completely lie yeah and say <laughs> he, he says he says he wish he never bought him some, some, <laughs> some, something horrible yeah <laughs> just to mess with him. just totally dishearten our little gnomes and our dwight Schrute gnome is just gonna be devastated <laughs> They've worked so hard to make this little goldfish happy. Aquaman's just crushing their dreams. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Okay, so let's do a quick recap of Toph's fight right now. So we have Toph Beifong. The higher seed is the five seed going up against the eight seed. Poe from Kung Fu Panda, who get close to Toph, but that might be where Toph bugs out and maybe puts off like a shield wall. Mm-hmm. Where I don't, that's Poe doesn't really have an answer for that, especially. And we sort of been referencing the terrain manipulation as just an offensive force, but in the show, we've seen her be able to turn things into quicksand. The only true way for Toph to win this fight is to trap Poe in Earth at a point in which he's too exhausted to be able to escape. Yeah, so I, I do give it a top. I, I would even go as far as 7 out of 10 times. And we're back. So, what did Aquaman see here? <laughs> he saw a little girl who was way tougher than she looks. Yeah, <laughs> beating the crap out of a panda and a dude with a lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, we've seen Aquaman, like, especially in the Justice League movie, jump into a horde of, like, alien bug things. So mm-hmm. he's not super phased, probably. He's like, no, this no. girl has this, uh, what what's the term, like, terrakinetic? I don't want to say terraforming. She can terraform. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, she can terraform. essentially, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, that kinetic ability. Right, like, yeah, like, ability to control the Earth. I don't think he's going to be surprised, no. you know, but I, do you think he underestimates her because she is a little girl? At the end of Aquaman, he sort of wised up a bit. Yeah. If, if, if this was just Justice League, I think Aquaman would have been like, I can take this girl and get no problem. sidewiped. Yeah. Um, but because at the end of Aquaman, you show him to be a bit more even, like even keeled. So yeah. I, I, th- I think he knows, like his first instinct is probably like, oh, this little girl can't do much. And then you see him raise boulders and he's like... Never mind. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's take our time with this one. <laughs> yeah. He probably opens up the first video. He sees her approaching Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren is this intimidating, all black, blistering red lightsaber, like so, coming so at he, her. He thinks that Kylo Ren won the fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gonna, he's he's gonna like see Kylo Ren and be like, 
did he slaughter this little girl? Like, what's about to happen? Is he about to go all Darth Vader on her? <laughs> but the younglings. <laughs> if only Toph was there to save the younglings. <laughs> uh, Toph would totally kick a- Anakin's ass. At that point, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably give him shit and make him feel bad about himself. Yeah. And then throw a rock at his head. Yeah. <laughs> well, she basically turns into Yoda and Korra. So. Yeah. <laughs> she is Yoda. <laughs> but no, I think Aquaman is going to take tally of like what sort of rocks things. That, because we, we talk about earthbending being this very widespread form of like endless imaginative like we can do anything with it mm-hmm. but Toph definitely has her favorite techniques yeah um you know she's based off a of real you know martial art that has movements and everything so she likes building walls and sending them towards people um using rocks as projectiles but it's always in Toph's way so I think Aquaman is probably gonna see like okay um she favors certain movements mm-hmm. and he's gonna try and like see if he can go to her out of her comfort zone I think yeah, I think so too. Because I mean, he's a very antagonizing person, so <laughs> it, it 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 totally makes sense. And like I, I think he judges her accurately. I do think there's going to be a certain a, a little bit of a sense of maybe hesitancy of like whooping up on a little girl with a trident, <laughs> you know? See, uh, he's gonna think that, but as soon as Toph starts talking shit, he's like, never mind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no. This might be our two biggest shit talkers in the whole tournament, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the last thing we do need to decide before we get into the fight is home field advantage. So Aquaman is the number two seed. He's going to have home field advantage. Where do we want to go for this one? Um, considering this is the last home field advantage for Aquaman, would you say the center of the earth in the Aquaman movie where he finds his mother? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think like the near the near the beach area because there are these giant rocks nearby as well and with obviously being the center of the earth like he got there via ocean so like there's water nearby like there's a there's a beach nearby yeah so i think that would be an appropriate it place sand for toff to maybe experiment too because she hasn't really touched sand that much exactly yeah yeah it's almost gonna be like a fortress defense yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly that's that's how i envision this, this going down. i'm really excited for this fight now okay so the portals open up. Aquaman walks out of the antechamber. Toph walks out the opposite side. They stare each other down. How does this? How does this interaction go? There's so much good material. <laughs> I, okay, it's got to be Aquaman starts the shit talk. Yeah, he's he's gonna look at her and be like, "So you throw rocks good, huh?" <laughs> and she's like, "So you swim good." <laughs> Does Toph have like a, a Twinkle Toes esque pet nick- nickname for Aquaman? <laughs> like Fish Boy or something? <laughs> Fish Boy. And like Aquaman says, that's lame. And then it actually it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since this is a 12 year old girl. Exactly. He, he, he's going to act tough, but then Toph's going to, Toph's going to know. She's going to be able to sense his heart being like, oh, did I hurt your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to steal up and be like, Okay, <laughs> let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, how does this fight start off? Both these characters are so, I don't want to say territorial. Mm-hmm. They really depend on where they're starting. So I picture mm-hmm. Aquaman's going to start near the water. Toph yeah. is going to start like on, on the beachhead, like mm-hmm. where all the rocks are. Yeah. And, uh, 
This might bring, I think this fight might become similar to the Elsa Spider-Man fight from the first round, mm-hmm. where essentially Toph is going to build up a fortress and just start heaving shit at Aquaman. <laughs> Do you see like the moment in the third season where she's pretending to be the Fire Lord? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Fire Lord Toph <laughs> is defending the Fire Nation. <laughs> but she's got to know from the film, that's how Incredible uh, fell down, was him getting into the water and sh- like basically torpedoing himself out yeah absolutely so i think she she's gonna pull the sand from underneath her and use it to fast walk her way over to the nearest source of major rocks you know whether that's one of the giant columns or even further inland so she has more earth to work with so i think she's immediately going to somewhere where she has more of an advantage just which is further away from the water (laughs) do you see i almost think I almost, I swear to God, I keep wanting to call him Jason Momoa. It's like Aquaman doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's, it's Jason Momoa, man. <laughs> Jason Momoa, man. I'm going to change the name on the title episode. <laughs> so anyway, I think, does Momoa, man, does he go straight for the water or does he try to pursue Toph? I mean, but he can't. The, the only advantage is when he's in the water because he's not Mira. He doesn't have water manipulation. Right. You know, it's the, the only advantage is in the water or launching himself from the water. He's going to know even even more than his previous opponents that if he gets Toph near the water, Toph is toast. Like, yeah, and I mean, he, he could just toss her in water yeah, and she would be done <laughs> but, you know like i mean he doesn't probably doesn't know that because he doesn't necessarily know that she's blind right and like earth is how she sees the world mm-hmm. you know although aquaman is pretty perceptive though you know like i, I like the fact that in, she's in, staring in the, mo- the in the moment to moment you know yeah i think when they're shit talking and top isn't looking directly at him he might get the sound. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to... I almost... Okay, so I think the first phase is Toph setting up her defenses and Jason... (laughs) (laughs) Your friend Jason. (laughs) Instead of a trident, he's got a guitar. It's really messing you up, isn't it? He's got a guitar. (laughs) Yeah. Momoa man, Momoa man. Um, does he just start running after Toph then? I mean, I think so. He probably like starts jogging up the beach like Bay- <laughs> Baywatch style, <laughs> slowly. Yeah, and then in slow motion, a rock comes and hits yeah. his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I imagine she's like punching as many projectiles at him as, as she can. And so I kind of want to harken back to the Kylo Ren fight because I think that would be a good comparison point. Mm-hmm. The reason I thought Kylo Ren didn't win that fight was because he wasn't fluid enough to dodge all the rocks. He was trying to slash through them and became overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Aquaman will have that same strategy because we see in the last fight of Aquaman, he becomes way more fluid of a fighter. Mm-hmm. And so I think he realizes like he's going to start bobbing and weaving more to try and dodge. He's not going to try and break them all with his fists and trident because he saw the tape against Kylo and that didn't work. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that he's more learned, I think. Exactly. I think like by the time we get to the Aquaman movie, you know, I mean, he is in the last couple of years of his existence faced a lot more threats that, can actually punch back and it it means something and everybody in this tournament has been that so far especially mr incredible like has been 
stronger than him mm. you know and, and he experienced that with ocean master in the aquaman movie like having somebody that's just as strong with him when he's used to just doing what he did in the submarine where mm. he took all these punches from these peons yeah. and, and walked right through and and took a grenade launcher to the chest and and stood back up like <laughs> and was more annoyed by it than anything you know rodeo riding a cthulhu monster really changes a person it does change a person <laughs> yeah you, and so I can see Aquaman just start bobbing and weaving, trying to get closer to Toph. And I think he does an effective job at dodging. Mm -hmm. But at what point does Toph, like, lay a trap, like, in Poe's fight? That's what I... I I wonder how he handles, like, the sand coming up from underneath him and trying to, like... I mean, she could turn it into quicksand and, like try to to pull him down into the sand and and trap him like and we've seen her she can do that with just one like flick of the foot exactly like it happens very quickly so how does he handle how does he handle that i mean is it no problem because he's aquaman and he breaks right out of it you know is he that much stronger than 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 a poe i think i think so i think his foot gets caught and he can like drive his trident into the ground and basically drag himself out because he's that that's strong. true. Yeah, and I mean the trident just gives him an extra advantage. And even then, I think he could have he's super strong, so I can give him like just to do a good squat and then jump out almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know the physics of quicksand. I don't think it actually exists in the world. I think it's just in movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guarantee you that's not. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Okay, yeah, it's not true at all. But that's the impression <laughs> I get. <laughs> Like in real life, you just step in it and it's not quick at all. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, like, I think these traps are going to... But again, he's so quick on his feet, you know, versus in the Justice League movie where he's jumping, throwing himself into shit. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's much more smart fighter after the Aquaman movie. So I think he, he you know, he saw the tape. Mm-hmm. I think he's learning from Poe. The thing that did Poe in was the traps. The thing that did Kylo Ren was trying to bash through all the rocks. So I think he's taking both those lessons to heart and being quick on his feet, dodging the rocks as best he can and just trying to close the mm-hmm. distance. Cause we know, we know how he wins the fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. I mean, he, I mean, it's the same, it's, I mean, it's opposite seeds, but it's really the same thing. Like as the Bakugo and Aang fight, it, Bakugo gets to Aang, Bakugo wins, Aquaman gets to Toph, Aquaman wins. Right. You know, I mean, there, there is, isn't really a scenario I mean the the only thing is certainly she has the earth armor that she can summon. You know, I don't know if there are any handy sources of metal on this island. Maybe I don't think so. there were dinosaurs. So yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, really, that's it. And so, well, let let's talk about the different things that Toph can do, which she can do a lot of things. So, like that's what we'll end up discussing the most of. How does Aquaman handle just? a boulder to the face because he doesn't get to to toff unscathed no no absolutely not you know um i mean he took a grenade launcher to the chest yeah i mean this is a telekinetically imbued boulder Mm -hmm. but i mean it's still a rock right we've seen him take way worse hits especially from like steppenwolf yeah i feel like it's gonna to affect it's gotta have a bunch of earth behind it so it's gotta be like a column of earth like lifted from from underneath him or you know from next to Toph like and and launching Aquaman like as far away as possible you know and pushing him back and and slowly doing damage I think probably the best scenario is if she can I I don't think she can trap him just by his feet but if he was on his back on the ground 
and she summoned all the sand at once to try to like pull his whole body down you know he's obviously still really strong yeah so like chances are he could break his way out of that but i think as far as trapping him that's probably the best scenario yeah you're right i think yeah you're right he will break out of that by virtue of being super strong but that might give enough time to drop those you know one boulder might not do it but 15 might (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you know just like taking giant chunks of earth and just like as she keeps him like held in one place just dropping a giant boulder on top of him you know <laughs> so we we talked about this in the sephiroth fight where this is almost like a like toph is almost a boss in this situation where <laughs> jason Mom- god damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh, so momoa man <laughs> just accept it yeah uh, so <laughs> jason momoa is almost like the player character dodging all these attacks mm-hmm. um and so He's going to take a lot of damage, yeah. but he has so much in his tank and Toph is so little mm. that I think he's trying to gauge like his energy versus hers. So he, like you said, he's going to take some hits, probably take a lot of hits. But the question is, how many of those hits can Toph deliver before he's just marching his way bloodied and skate to her? I know, exactly. Like, it's not just like the immediate durability. It's like the, the possible healing factor, too, because of how quickly he recovers from things. I mean, like, he gets stabbed by Black Mana and like an hour later he's healed up and ready to go yeah he's part atlantean yeah you know like that that comes around pretty quickly so i mean do we want to put a number on how many boulders aquaman can take just as like a to to gauge where we're at how big are these boulders like him sized jason momoa sized Jason Momoa size, sure. Just for can, simplicity's sake. Can there be like statues of statues him of Jason flying. Momoa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't even know how to gauge that. Like what thirty? Because it, exactly because like because the thing is in the last fight, like I mean, he took he takes a ton of hits from Mister Incredible. That's true. That is incredible. <laughs> And incredible hits are almost certainly stronger than boulders. Yeah. So I feel like the boulder, the only, I mean, he can probably take them at nauseum. Like that's not a viable strategy. So it's like, what can the boulders accomplish Toph? Like what can they accomplish for her as far as like figuring out how to trap him or some other way to victory? Yeah. It's a, it's almost like the boulders have to be leading him into traps yeah, or leading him into positions where she can like launch him into the air or something yeah um I mean, could she like retreat further into this giant rock structure you know and like push the rock out of the way and get further in and then draw aquaman into the rock and then bring the whole thing down on top of him well that's the thing we talked about with earth with these air uh last airbender characters is there's mm. so much flexibility they can do literally anything it's not like anime where all their fights are telegraphed with catchy phrases right. yeah screamed <laughs> at the top of their voices yeah exactly like if you've seen like any time during you know when you watch the cartoon it's just like wow that's a cool thing and then the next episode is like holy shit that's a cool thing and the next episode another cool shit so mm-hmm. so your hypothesis of like sinking into the rock formation dragging him in and collapsing it that's it's possible mm-hmm. she just has to get aquaman close enough to do it right and for him to win, he has to get close. So it's almost like this catch-22. Right. Of like, if I get close, I might lose. But I have yeah, to get close exactly. to win. Because, I mean, the only other argument is, like, he throws the trident at her. Which, 
she will see coming and deflect the trident almost certainly mm-hmm. because like unless he jumps up into the air and throws it which i mean is possible you know other rocks are overwhelming he might retreat back into the water recoup a bit and Toph is just like Toph can't do anything right yeah, yeah she's almost just like throwing rocks at nothing exactly because if he was just floating in the water there's no way she could sense him whatsoever unless and like she can sense from very far away mm-hmm. and she can sense a lot of things that you think like she should not be able to to figure out so but. that's a question she can't feel vibrations in the water like stuff originating from the water can she I don't know if there's any context for it or if there's anything from the text, but like she would make a crazy good fisher, like yeah, fisher person then <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. There's no examples of it, yeah. And so I almost think he'd have to use that to do what you said, propel himself out of the water. Mm-hmm. And Toph is just like, well, I heard something, but I don't know where he is specifically. Exactly, and then just heave that trident as hard as he can, and mm-hmm. maybe bomb dive because like in justice league he just jumped in the crowds of people without abandon i can see him doing that with this situation mm-hmm. that's probably yeah. not as that's not the best strategy but yeah i mean honestly like if he gets up close to her he he dodges and takes a bunch of hits and is breaking rocks with the trident and dodging and you know like shoulder rushing any walls of earth that come his way you know or, or jumping up and over them because i mean like he freaking jumps out of an airplane <laughs> <laughs> into the, the Sahara Desert and it's fine. <laughs> so, like, Earth, no matter how fast it's launched at him, like, he walks away. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, I think it's just unfortunate for Tov that it requires, like, a stabbing motion <laughs> to, like, to to kill him or like to 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 go after no, him. No, it's almost like a battle of incapacitation. Like yeah. she realizes the rocks aren't doing dick all. Yeah. So I have to like get this it, guy underground it's or something. Got, yeah, it's got to be a trap. This is just such an interesting fight because we have a two, a way too tough character and a not tough character at all physically. Mm-hmm. So like one, <laughs> it's exactly. just a battle of attrition in the most extreme possible. It really is. Yeah. And like if he retreats to the water, it's basically a reset. It like accelerates his healing. And like he just hangs out there and or like launches himself like, but yeah, I mean he just has to get closer. Talk, I mean even if he the, doesn't like launch the trident, he gets to her like and and trips her and then like I could see her him like using the trident like spatula toff and like throw her into the water. <laughs> <laughs> just SpongeBob her ass. Yeah, exactly. like I heard you're from Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like does a leg sweep and then like flips her on top of the long side of the trident and throws her over his shoulder into the water. <laughs> and Toph like gets her head up and spits out the water. It's like, you haven't won yet. And he's like, I'll do something. And she's just like, <laughs> she just yells, water bending and splashes at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Toph, it's, it's got to be entrapment, right? There's no way she can. You know, she could dunk on angle she wants because he's frail. Mm-hmm. This guy isn't. Yeah, like he he probably pound for he probably beat the shit out of everybody in the last Avatar universe. Oh yeah, I mean like I do love the I do love the image of Jason Momoa's head just sticking. <laughs> yeah sticking out sticking out of the sand. <laughs> She's like, you got there, Earth boy. Yeah, <laughs> Water boy. How do you like the Earth? <laughs> but okay, like I said before. 
Aquaman's way of winning is so clear cut, it's almost laughable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get to the end zone. Yep. You win. Yeah. Um, Toph, you know, sending a basically the contents of like a small quarry at him to hopefully yeah. slow him down. Mm-hmm. Somehow sink make a sinkhole for him to fall into and, and trap him. Yeah. Send him so far into the air back into the trench mm-hmm. where he gets eaten alive by the trench people. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, all those are so, like, far-fetched versus just the bread and butter, beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Not even, like, one clear clock across the jaw and she's out. Exactly. Well, I think the thing is, all the earthbending that we see from Toph is always so precise. And that's why she wins. Because she uses earthbending to, like, I, I think of her fights with, like, the Dai Li agents and back in season two... At the, en- at the end of season two of The Last Airbender, where she, like, uses these calm columns of Earth to, from from behind her where she shouldn't be able to see and uses that to launch them and pin them against the, the side of the cavern and they get knocked out. You know, it's because that Earth can knock regular people out, you know? <laughs> I mean, it'd be the same thing if she hit Aang or Sokka or Katara, you know, with, like, these giant Earth, like, when she's not messing around anymore but i mean there's no i'm having a tough time thinking about any examples of like large enough and quick enough earth bending to do any viable damage to aquaman no because like you brought up she is she's so precise she you know you know will like encapsulate people's hands or feet Mm -hmm. or whole bodies and immobilize them sort of like Mm spider-man and so she's much more of a mobilizing fighter she's not like uh, Bolin from Korra, who's a boxer who knocks the f- people out yeah. and has magma to deal serious damage. Mm-hmm. She's entrapping people. Yeah. She's immobilizing people and machines and things mm-hmm. like that. She's definitely, um, she doesn't have a whole lot of one on one fights in this series. She mostly does crowd control. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all these immobilizing techniques, Aquaman is just almost like slasher villain style, just keeps walking out of it. Pretty much, yeah. And so the big attacks, like building up a wall and sending at him, he jumps over it, mm-hmm. you know, launching rocks. Is it Jason Momoa or Jason Voorhees? <laughs> is, that a, is that a machete I see, Momoa man? <laughs> He comes out of the water wearing a hockey with mask. a hockey mask. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I think, I, I think we're rounded down to a decision. But I'm really, I feel like we're missing something for Toph. Well, the the extra thing I think would be metal bending, but she's in a situation where that's just yeah, there's nowhere to use that because I mean the other thing is like she she if she launches the Earth at him and like uses it to like wrap around his appendages and weigh him down or something like that you know like but that only works in like an enclosed space where she like launches the earth and like keeps him attached to the side of like a hallway or something but it's in the wide open which like in in the sand and with the rocks nearby like you'd think it would be advantageous but i think it's just this very specific scenario with aquaman being so durable that it just it doesn't it doesn't work well let's think i mean we've talked about the sand a bit do you think like she does like you know shitty like bush league stuff and throws sand in his face or something (laughs) i mean she could she could you know launch but i mean she's 
We don't have a lot of evidence of her being an exceptionally accomplished sandbender mm-hmm. either, though. You know, I mean, the one case we have is when she's trying to save the library and she can't fend off the sandbenders from taking Appa. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, like, I mean, that is a- an extreme scenario. And, like, she was under a lot of stress. <laughs> but, I mean, she also, like, she was trying to bend the sand and wasn't as precise. I mean, she talked about it herself. Like, she can still see, but everything's fuzzy. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, she's just, like, it, it's just not... A, she can certainly bend the sand and she can I she can trap him, but I don't see it being, like, her whipping up tendrils of sand and 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 grabbing him and and throwing him deep into the jungle and then she like like it it, that's just not toff at this point you know maybe cora toff (laughs) like like grabs him and throws him into the jungle and stalks him like a creepy yoda (laughs) like she becomes the slasher villain like I could see that, and like Koratov would probably actually do better. Certainly, you know, like. (laughs) Well, I've been going first. Um, When we talk about our final decision, I'll let you go first this time. If you couldn't figure out how we're (laughs) figuring, (laughs) so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Aquaman eight out of ten times, which. It's probably even a little low because I'm having a really tough time thinking about how Toph wins this fight. I'm thinking eight out of ten times too. I honestly thought this was, I before I, we started recording, I thought I would this would be a tough decision because there it's like a battle of opposites. I wasn't sure if the might would overtake the bending, mm-hmm. but as you brought up, Toph is isn't like a finishing fighter. Mm-hmm. She relies on immobilization and um, she doesn't have a good knockout blow mm-hmm. versus a walking behemoth. <laughs> yeah, who tanks all this damage and exactly. can just go through all her traps like like it bears repeating. He has that bug out zone in the water, mm-hmm. so even if somehow she does tire him out, and she's probably tired out too um, by just the sheer physical exertion, <laughs> Aquaman mm-hmm. just takes a little dip in the ocean. It's just mm-hmm. like talking to some fish, like, "Hey, this rock girl, she's crazy, right?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. It's definitely Aquaman. Um, and I think for Toph, a extremely, it's the same. It really, it's the weakness of the Avatar universe of having somebody that is extremely durable. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like the Avatar's universe's weakness is the DC universe. What, just gods? Well, exactly. Well, like <laughs> beyond them being gods, but like, it's it's the same joke like like super strength isn't a power anymore because of DC because everybody has it. Yeah. It's it's like <laughs> it's it's inherent in every single character. No, Avatar is a universe that relies on technique. Like the few characters like maybe the laser beam guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, Combustion and, Man. Yeah, yeah, Combustion Man and mm-hmm. um you know Ozen when he gets his solar power up, that's the only really devastating powers you see. Everybody's still an avatars, uh, and avatars, the, the, the avatars, avatars state, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, everybody's still just trying to get by with technique. Like it's mm-hmm. based on martial arts, and yeah. you know, you can use martial arts to defeat you know stronger opponents, mm-hmm. but not when they're fucking Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> and not only that, Jason Momoa. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Aquaman moves on. He is the winner of the North. And so, thus, 
we only have one more matchup in the Epic Eight that's going to be the winner of the South Bracket, and that will be what we're discussing next week. And next week is another DC combatant. We have Wonder Woman, the one seed, going up against Iron Man, the two seed. Man, that won't be controversial at all. No, not at all. I'm sure everybody will get along in that Marvel versus DC? Yeah, of course. What could go wrong? (laughs) We're probably the first people to ever have heroes from those universes fight each other. Yeah, I, I don't I can't think of any other example. Yeah. Oh, wait. We literally had Lego Batman versus Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jay, if I forgot Lego Batman. (laughs) You can't forget Lego Batman was in this tournament at one point. Yeah, as a fucking six seed. (laughs) A higher seed than Danny Phantom. (laughs) Mistakes were made, Eli. (laughs) But that's okay, because... Because as of right now, when you are listening to this episode, if you go to our Instagram page, the link on our profile will be a direct link to a survey that you can take so that you can decide two things. Who will be in this tournament? And then we've come up with a list of other characters that you will be ranking so you will be decided the seating of these characters. So... Again, make sure you head to our Instagram page where it's going to be the link in the profile and I'll be posting about it on Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you find us there if you want to help decide who's going to be where and what seeds on season two of Super Bracket Bros. So make sure you head there. We would love everybody's input that listens to this. But um, that is what we are going to leave you with here on Super Bracket Bros. Make sure to tune in next week for Wonder Woman versus Iron Man, and then we are into the final four, in which you are not going to want to miss that. Do you have anything else for the people, Eli? No. Thank you for joining us on Super Bracket Bros. For myself, Jay, and for Eli, remember, no true hero is a one-trick pony. <laughs> <laughs>